Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Fabulous and Female. I'm Helen Corsi-Cadmore, an award-winning business growth specialist, coach and consultant and a mum to twin girls. My podcast is about having honest conversations with busy, ambitious females about growing your business to have a better balanced life and of course, avoiding burnout. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Fabulous and Female. So this week I am talking to myself and I am going to give you some honest, candid chats about how I invest in myself and in turn my business. If you've listened to series three, we've had some amazing guests absolutely incredible from public speaking coaches to menopause and well-being product business so so many they've all been fantastic so please do listen to the previous episodes because you will get some fantastic advice expert opinions general chitter chatter and obviously chat about food but today as i said i'm going to be chatting to you about how and why I invest in people more than material things. Um, And that's just not through money, the way I invest in people, but also through time and energy. So for those that know me, I've mentioned this a few times before, but I'm actually a bit of an introvert. Now, the word introvert is massive, but I want to talk to you why I invest in people and why my introvert side of me actually really does enjoy this side of investment. So what I want to think about is investing in yourself is a crucial aspect of personal and professional growth, okay? It takes it takes huge steps sometimes to improve all of your skills, your knowledge, your own personal development, and your overall well-being. And I believe that by investing in yourself, you can become more motivated, more productive, even in turn more confident, which I know a lot of people can struggle with. And also this then will have an impact on your business. So it's really, really important. And it shouldn't become at an expense of your personal growth, right? So investing in your business is important, but actually your personal growth and your personal investment is much, much, much more beneficial than spending a lot of money on your business because actually when we invest in ourselves that can have that ripple effect on how your business shows up actually if you look at all those people that have businesses that don't invest in themselves I promise you if you do some research you will see a huge difference okay so I'm going to give you as well five five ways that I invest in myself And as a result, in turn, invest in my business, okay? And as I mentioned, investing in people is much more important to me. That's the first thing that I do. Okay, so when I look around in my life, I think, who are the people that I need? Now, need is a bit of a strong word, right? But actually, it's also what I want. So if there are people in my life that are sucking the energy out of me, and actually are not doing me any favours for me personally, I retract. I really do retract. Because for me, if there are people that are around me that are just bringing that kind of negative energy, not really 
supporting me in a way that I want, or also are starting to get a bit needy, for me, I'll retract. And this comes down to social media as well. Um, I've talked about this before on social media channels, and if you've met me in person as well, but every month, sometimes every week, depending on what, what I'm doing that week, I will go through all the people on my social media and if somebody is making me feel a bit uneasy, or I'm starting to get, oh, I want to be doing what they're doing, or I feel like I should be following them, like, you know, copying what they're doing, I will remove them from my social media. I want to be inspired by people. I want to learn from people. And I want to actually enjoy the content that I'm seeing on my screen. So if somebody that I follow is actually making me smile or even their stories I'm like oh god yeah I can relate to that I will keep following them if somebody is um not negative but just is not going to be in my future for whatever reason I'll just remove them because life is too short right to be following or watching people that are just not making you feel good they're not inspiring you in the way that you want to be inspired okay so I will do that once a month, sometimes more, I will go through and remove those people. And also the, the other people are just randomly following me. Like, you know, I got a lot of Johns, one, two, three, four, fives, who are pilots, you know, all of these people. I'm like, no, no, you're not having my space. So goodbye. So I will either block some people or just remove them. Um, because life's too short, right? I'm following people that you don't want to have in your life. So that's one thing I do. In regards to people physically around me, I will be really, really conscious of who is in my personal space. Again, if those people are not lighting me up or not fulfilling me in a way that I want to be fulfilled, then I will take a step back. I've done this with many friends and that's okay because actually, again, if they're not filling you up, they're not lighting you up and you don't look forward to seeing them or if it becomes a bit of a chore, then something's not right. So remove that energy from your world. People. Okay, so let me give you an example where I've invested my time with people. Physical fitness is really important to me. And for those that don't know, I've recently moved to a fairly new city, okay? It's only an hour away from where I was living, but it's a new city and finding my feet. It's taken me two months to find a new yoga class and a new fitness, uh, more resistance endurance class. Why? Because I find it really important. I'm going to be spending two to three hours, well, actually more than that, maybe three to four hours a week with these people. And I don't want to be in a class where I don't want to be around these people. I'm not enjoying it. Or the people that are, um, you know, training or the instructing are not bringing me joy and not making me feel good. And that's why sometimes it can take a long time to find those people. So I've been to, I went to two, three different yoga classes before I found my 
lovely Kelly of Soul Flow Yoga. She's incredible. She just gets it. And she gave me the biggest hug when I first went to my class. And for me, it's all about connection. And she's incredible at what she does. And I just connected with her. So she was a massive tick. And then I've been looking at joining gyms. And I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'm not a massive fan of gyms. I've got to be honest. I go, I do my weights. I don't really use any of the machines. It's a bit of a waste. I'm like, what, you know, why am I spending money on going somewhere that's not actually fulfilling what I want to fill? So I, again, I've been doing a lot of research, a lot of recommendations on gyms and classes. Um, Well, actually, I went to one last week with a lovely, lovely lady called Gemma at Fiercely Fit. And she, again, is right at my street. She is a no bullshit trainer, but she's also really warming, which I love. And she picked me up on a few elements of what I was doing that wasn't right. And she, you know, gave me just a really gentle guide. And I loved it. And I felt amazing after. So it took me two months to find But now I feel really happy with the investment that I've made in those two people, which are a really big part of my life. Okay, so there are a couple of examples where you can really take your time to find your people. Another thing is how I invest in myself is number one. Okay, I read. I read books. Um, I don't read blogs, but I do listen to some podcasts. The podcasts, obviously not my own, because um, I don't listen to my own voice all the time. But the podcast that I'm really interested in is a lot to do with well-being and um, food, and what you can do for your gut health and how that can affect you as a person. So um, Tim Spector, I follow. He's got an amazing podcast. Amazing. And also another amazing podcast to too, if you're in that space, is Rongan. Chatterjee, I think it's wrong, Rangan or Rangan, maybe it's Rangan, Chatterjee, amazing. And he does a varied, varied topics. He's actually a GP, um, but if you if you don't know him, Google him, he's amazing. I'll put the links to the podcast actually in the show notes. But they are people that I invest my time in. And the books that I read, um, now they're not all like self-development because sometimes you can actually do too much, right? You can do too much self-development. So I have a varied amount of books. The one I've just read is actually about menopause power, perimeni power, I think it's called, by Maisie Hill. And that's very relatable to where I am in my life right now. But then I love reading autobiographies. Like I read rugby autobiographies, um, musicians, um, lots of different ones that I that I read. So that's where I invest in myself to learn so I get that expert advice but I also just want to chill out and read just like a trashy novel sometimes yeah okay another one is investing in a coach or a mentor or advisor whatever you're actually looking for but for me investing in say a business coach wasn't actually something that I needed but I needed elements of it so I work for myself now, right? When I owned Tiger, very different. I had a team around me. I built that team. But actually now what I do, I don't really need a big team around me. So I work for myself. 
I do need people on my team and I'm doing teams and in inverted commas, but they can figure out what's working and what's not and what's valuable and what's not for me. And I find that these experts can be my biggest advocate. I need people to be honest with me. That's what I need. I'm not great at taking criticism or feedback. I'm much better than I used to be. But these people have got expertise in areas that I don't, right? And I get it. It's difficult sometimes to part with hard-earned cash. You know, you've, you've worked hard to get that money. But actually, when you invest in a business coach, or it could be a marketing coach, or um, a PR coach, anything that's going to really push you and your business the way you want to go, it can be the best investment you make. Because people that are not in your business all the times, they can see things differently, right? They can help me figure out how I can make my dreams in my business a reality. So I do invest in people that have got more expertise than me, that have got the energy, um, whereas sometimes I don't want to learn all about finance. Like I can do it. I don't want to learn anymore. I pass that over, right? A, it's giving someone else a job. And also it's something that um, I don't love. So give it to someone else, right? But I would say that actually when somebody looks in on what you're doing and is not, you know, in the crux of everything, they can really help you figure out what's working and what's not and give you new ideas and new inspirations to transform things. So I do invest in people and coaches and mentors that are useful to me in elements when I need it. Let me just give you a a bit of a rewind to 2020, the year of the lovely, lovely pandemic, right? For those that um, follow me, you'll know I've got twins who are now three and a half. And around that time, about a year before I just sold uh, my business, Tiger, I felt really lost, right? Really, really lost. Didn't know what I was doing. Felt alone. Yeah, felt really alone. Had people around me, but still felt really alone. And I invested thousands of pounds, energy, time in working with two particular people. One of those is Laura Evans from Unleash Your Potential. And she is a fantastic NLP master trainer. And she really helped me to dig deep into some things that were hidden that I decided to hide. Um, And then I invested a lot of money into becoming a master coach and hypnotherapist. The other person I want to do a big shout out to is Andrea Callanan. Just incredible. I don't know where to start with Anne's actually. But some of the stuff I did with her, the self-mastery, again, really, really supported me and also set me up to be able to teach this to Uh, my clients, to you guys, because I'd never really heard of the word self-care or boundaries, all of this. And they're just kind of words you hear like bandied around, right? But actually, when you really dig into them, they are now non-negotiables and part of my life. So business coaches, um, specialist trainers that are going to help you and your mind is, I cannot tell you, worth more than 
any Gucci handbag, right? They're worth more to me than anything. And I would say they're two of the biggest investments that I've made from a monetary and a time and energy point of view. Okay. The other thing that I invest in is my future. So investing in my future and the growth element and what does it actually look like? My growth element and my future can look very different to yours. For me, it's not about having the big, massive, shiny house. I've had a really big house. I've moved now to actually a smaller house because actually when I've moved to a smaller house, my outgoings are less because I'm not heating it as much. I'm not spending so much on gardens. Um, all of these things, right? You think having a really big house, if that's in your goal, amazing, bloody go for it. But actually I realized that I didn't need any of that. There was stuff that because I felt I should be having a big fancy house or a big fancy space, doesn't matter, right? So I invested in my future differently. Um, and having that sort of kind of growth aspect for me is not all about the money. It's about how I leverage what I've got and how I utilize that. A little thing is when I get, when I get paid, when I get paid from myself, when I'm self-employed, I have um, two pots. So depends on whatever banks you're with, you can create spaces or pots or savings, whatever you want to call them. And I have two pots, right? And every month I put a percentage of money in there for me. <laughs> so it may only be like 15 quid a month or 15 quid a week, whatever it is, 15 quid a week. It goes into that pot, right? And that's for me. That's only for me. So what I do, whatever I want with that, and that just could be, um, for those that know me as well, so every um, Monday, I go and work in a coffee shop for about four hours on a Monday. I say work. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's just reading a book. <laughs> but I do some time in that coffee shop. So maybe that 15 quid a week that I put away, that'll pay for my coffees in that coffee shop, right? So I'm like, oh, it could be that actually that, um, another month, I will book in a massage. I love, love, love Thai massage and hot stone therapy. So I put some money in that pot for that. And then in another pot, I will put in a little bit of savings, right? I don't really believe in having lots of money saved because I'm very much about living in the present and spending and enjoying what you've got now. But I do appreciate that things can go tits up and I've been in a space where I haven't had any money so I do put a little bit aside each month now I'm going to be a bit accountable here because I know I need to invest more in my pension um so I need to write that down and get on with it so then what I do I invest in my future and also investing in my future from my business point of view I will add in so say for example 2024 I want to leverage my membership, for example. I will put in, say, beginning of 2024, I will put in some monetary element into growing the membership. And that could be a better back end for my current members. It could be reaching out for more people to join. It, it could be lots of things. It could be anything, but it could be lots of things. So that's another one. Number four is 
how I invest in myself and my business is to give myself a break. Give myself a break. Really, really important to me. For those that know, I use time blocking to make my days as productive as they can be in the time that I work. In that time, in that day, I would give myself a number of breaks. When I mean breaks, I don't mean like literally a two minute break. I'll give myself 15 minutes at least three times a day, as well as um, a bigger lunch break. Because it makes me more productive. Because actually, when I'm stepping away from something I'm working on, you can kind of reset, right? You can reset your brain and recharge and come back to something more and more focused. So simple, but I can guarantee a lot of you don't do it. You don't do it. You get and you get stuck in something. You're like, oh, I'll just make this one call or I'll just reply to this email. No, give yourself a break. And on a bigger scale, I give myself a lot of breaks. Because actually, focusing and investing on me as a person is much, much more beneficial to those around me, my business, and obviously myself. Think of that ripple effect. I'm going to mention it a few times today. That ripple effect and what it can actually do for you and other people. If you've gone away for an afternoon somewhere, um, you come back feeling relaxed, revitalized. What impact is that going to have on others around you? You could have a busy family life. You could have a busy social life. You could actually just be on your own. But even though that change of scenery, that change of environment is huge, absolutely huge. So I would say if you're able, it doesn't have to be a big spend. Like you don't think just by giving yourself a break, you've got to go and spend, you know, 300 quid on a spa day or something. You absolutely don't. You could just be, right, I'm going to go and jump on a bus and I'm going to go on a bus tour for like four hours and just go and see part of a city that you've never been to or seen it from a different way. Especially if you drive, you drive your same route to the supermarket, you drive your same route to go to the coffee shop, jump on a bus, go and sleep, go and have a chat to somebody. You know, it could be something like, um, yeah, you want to go and get your nails done. Like, go and get your nails done. Do something that you really enjoy or something a little bit different. Okay. And number five is... Is... Know and respecting my limits. This is really important one to me, and hopefully I'll explain it, how it links into investing in myself. So if you don't know what your limits are, you're potentially going to burn out. I have had two major episodes of burnout to the point where I was really ill, really ill. And I didn't respect myself. I did not respect my limits on what I was doing, who I was surrounding myself with and why I was doing that. Now, I've got those boundaries in. I know exactly what brings me energy, 
where things bring the energy and who. So what I want you to look at is in respecting your own limits is are you really giving yourself the best advantage of leveraging your business? Who are you spending time with? What are you spending time on? And how are you doing that? So are you setting those boundaries? Are you giving yourself a break? Are you taking expert advice from others because your limits are maxed? And are you actually investing in your own future? Like I said, that could be with a business coach, a mentor, a advisor. Could just be a friend. Could be anything. Could be anyone. But if you don't respect your limits, you're never, ever going to grow as a person and as a business, as a brand. So think about it. Okay, hope that's helped. So I've talked about how I invest in people more than things, not just through money, but time and energy. Why is investing in yourself such a crucial aspect of personal and professional growth and how you can invest in yourself? So mine were, number one, I read, I listen. So I read books, I listen to podcasts. Now, they're not all self-development. There are sometimes trashy novels, but I go to experts who give good advice, who I trust. I invest in my future. Number two, I look at what growth means to me and also how I put a bit of money aside each week, each month to invest in my future. And that could be something like, and as I said, um, getting your nails done or putting some money aside four days or months where there are ups and downs in your business. There are going to be seasonalities. Number three, find somebody that can support you, be your advocate, help you figure out how to make your dreams a reality. Those business coaches, those business mentors, those business advisors, whoever they are, will be the very best investment you can make and know and respect your limits at all times think about that ripple effect okay there are limits to what you can achieve and find those people that can help you right set those boundaries go to those experts there's so many untapped resources out there utilize them So I want to ask you, what are the five things that you do to invest in yourself and your business, whether that be people, money, time and energy? Hope you enjoyed that. Hope that was helpful and gives you a bit of an insight into how I do things. And I will be seeing you all again very soon for the next episode. Take care of yourself. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Fabulous and Female. As always, my leaving message to you is remember to do the one thing that makes you feel fabulous. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review.